0: Hello, welcome to another Backside Podcast. We had two very different yet fascinating news stories pop off the laptop screen over the past couple of weeks. One story involved scientists trying to learn more about prehistoric humans in what is now the UK. The other story is about how scientists are tracking a very rare secretive catch in the mountains of Central America. It's an animal rarely seen by humans. But both stories involve one of our favorite subjects, scatology. Yeah, that's the study of feces. Ancient human feces is called coprolite, and this poop from Bronze Age residents revealed those prehistoric humans were infected by parasitic worms. It can be spread by eating raw fish and so on. The other story involved what the secretive cat leaves behind as it moves around. It tells the scientists a great deal about where the cats go and what they eat, among other things. But here's the thing, scatology, here's the thing about it. It's not just for scientists, people. Anyone can do it.
1: Yeah, I do it all the time. In school, I'd have classes on, like, what poop is this. That's Gabriella Boyer, one of
0: our animal caretakers. She got her degree in fish and wildlife science.
1: I've had books on different kinds of poop and, like, just what it should look like and what, like, a bear's poop looks like if it's just eaten, like a a deer, and what it looks like if it's just um, come out of hibernation and stuff like that.
0: Uh, She confided in me that she has the scatology bug bad. She's always on the lookout for poop.
1: Does it, does it sound
0: better if she says she's always on the lookout for scat?
1: Most of the time when you're going hiking, you don't see a lot of animals. So I look for evidence for animals and that's typically poop or tracks. And usually poop is easier to spot.
0: And I have to confess, I share her love of scatology. When I'm out hiking around, I'm always on the lookout for poop. She says there's no shame in it.
1: I think it's cool just to know that there's animals out there. It's exciting to just, like, see evidence of animals because you don't see them all the time. And especially when you see, like, bear poop or something like that, like, you're just like, wow, there's really a huge animal out here. I don't know where it is, but it's there. (laughs) And there's a practical side
0: to scatology when you're hiking. It's good to know who's sharing your hiking area. She says watch your step. Just
1: look around for poop. You can see so much. And, like, maybe even get a little handbook about the different kinds of poop and what animals are in your area. I've definitely done experiments before where I've mapped, like, I've done transects, which is following a line, like a line of a designated distance and then counting what kind of poop is there to see what kind of um, animals live in the area.
0: At this time of year, when blackberries seem to be everywhere around here, you know humans. We aren't the only ones out there picking those luscious little fruits. We routinely see bears scat near my family's home in rural King County as we pick the summer bounty, and we have the occasional bear wander past the front porch. But even in the heart of the city, Wildlife is everywhere around the science center. We routinely see raccoons and all sorts of rodents, fowl, and other critters. So get out there, people! In the city, in the mountains, on the beach—just about anywhere—it can be a lot of fun, and you're going to learn something. But our animal caretaker, with a love of scatology, she saw—she's found something else in animal waste: art. What? Yes, she's found art from poop. We'll have that fascinating story in our next report. In the meantime, we have links to scatological resources for you at pacificsciencecenter.org. So take a look and get out there and explore your world. And people, be curious. I'm Stan Orchard for Pacific Science Center. Thanks so much for listening.